You're listening to Reading Glasses, a show about book culture and literary life designed to help you read better. I'm writer, filmmaker, and book devourer Mallory O'Mara. And I'm Bria Grant, actress, filmmaker, and e-reader. This episode, we're solving problems related to vacation reading and interviewing author, tech wizard, and podcaster Tom Merritt. But first... Bria, what are you reading? Oh, man. I am reading... Heroin Worship by Sarah Kuhn. Oh, she's coming on the podcast She's soon. coming on the podcast. It's a really um, amazing book for people. If you are a comic reader and you want to read something that is not a comic but is superhero related, I would totally suggest it. It is about um, an Asian American female superhero. Awesome. And uh, her Asian American female sidekick. And at the very beginning of the book, uh, the superhero ends up having some issues, and the other one has to take over with a glamour over her, and and she's like kind of like the nerdy sidekick, Aww. but has to like has her own like sort of things that she can do that are superhero ish, and also it has some of the best sex scenes Whoa. I've read in a long time. Whoa, and they're very good, and it's like nerds having sex. It's great. Uh, it's amazing. It's graphic in the most wonderful way. Thank you, Sarah. It oh. has really been a very blessing. My fiance has been out of town. <laughs> <laughs> See, I love this because, like, maybe I'm just a pervert, but, like, my first, one of my first thoughts whenever I hear, like, superhero stuff, I'm always like, how do they bone? Yeah, well, you find out. Oh, this is actually, so it's great. actually an important part of the book. It's a, it's a, it's one of the problems they face. So, it's, it's great. That sounds amazing. So, what are you reading, Mallory? I am reading something on the total other end of the spectrum. I'm reading The House of Small Shadows by Adam Neville, which is a horror book, very in the Mallory wheelhouse. It is, it's, uh, I just started it, so I'm not super far in, but it's basically about this woman who has, you know, her life isn't doing great and she's like getting out of therapy and she takes this job. She lives in England. She takes this job as a nanny for an old uh, English estate. And she gets there and, you know, she starts to uncover some family secrets about the family that she's working for. And all I know is that at some point, creepy dolls and creepy puppets. Whoa. And that's why, like, small shadows. Small, small shadows of small dolls. Creepy. Because not like human shadows. Those are normal size. Unless you're really short. Unless you're little, yeah, well, I am. I was going to say, pretty pretty you're pretty small. <laughs> you would make leave, small shadows. I leave a small shadow, but a big footprint. Is that it? Phrase? I don't Maybe think. it is now. Okay, <laughs> it, is, it is now. But it's it, it's it's good so far. I really like it. You know, I love creepy stuff, and I I don't know why I love reading haunted house stories in the summertime. Oh, I like that. You also love a mystery about a woman who's like not, not doing so great, but then she has a mystery that she. I has do. To solve. I really do that. I'm I'm all about the mystery. That. Really gets her back in line in her life. <laughs> I am. That is. I should have put that in my wheelhouse. I'm all about women who are like having a tough time, but like like I'm gonna go solve a mystery. Maybe that's what I should do. Yeah. The Scooby Doo approach. Whenever something's it's bad, like, I'm gonna like go solve the, a mystery. The dark Nancy Drew. Yeah. Yeah, like the the like down on her luck Nancy Drew. Yeah, I want the sad millennial Nancy Drew. <laughs> Amazing. So um, a couple of weeks ago, we released uh, our second episode, the new releases episode, and we wrote about our wheelhouses and yes. posted them on Instagram. You can still go back and check those out, mine and Mallory's. And a bunch of you sent in your own wheelhouses, and they are so amazing. Yeah, you guys are so cool. We have just like, we love, love, love hearing from you guys on Twitter and on Instagram and on email. But these were just like, it's so, maybe, I think it's like it's very uh, something that's very specific to readers is that reader, readers love talking to other readers about reading. Readers love seeing how other readers read. Yeah. So seeing what you guys love and seeing what, like, just your your list of all the things that make you pick up a book is so cool to us and right. we're so excited. So yeah, we're going to so read some everyone of them. Did. They went, if you missed the episode, everyone went through and wrote down, like, these are the things that I really like reading about. And they wrote it on a piece of paper and they sent us photos. Uh, tell us one of them. 
So the first one that we're going to read for you guys is from one of our listeners, Connor McDonald on Twitter. He's at Samurai Corndog. Good, cool. Good Twitter name. Uh, so Connor's wheelhouse is fantasy, big, bold, all capitals, bonus points for cool magic, bonus, bonus points for a good wizard. Wait, and let me do, I can do this in a voice. On the ruins of an ancient civilization with old technology. Ooh. <laughs> Connor also loves rogues, magic weapons that talk. Super amazing. I want to, Connor, please, if you are listening, please tweet at us and tell us about your favorite list of magic weapons that talk. I know, because I want to I want to hear all this. And he loves using real magic, myth, or folklore as though it is a real force in the fictional world. Connor, this is a great wheelhouse. Um, we also got one from Amy Dwyer, Amy Renee Dwyer on Twitter, who wrote that hers are unlikely heroes strong-willed female characters. That was kind of one of mine Hell as yeah. well. The Tudor period, dystopian fiction, and true crime. And then she drew little glasses next to them, which I just love the idea of there being like a dystopian, uh, strong-willed female character in the Tudor period. Yeah, I, wa- <laughs> yeah, I, want, all- I want a combination of all of these. <laughs> then we had uh, Manders on Twitter at Manda Schaefer sent us her wheelhouse, which is cults. Awesome. Super, I love books about cults. Manny, 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 send me all of your cult books, please. Uh, unreliable narrators, badass women, science, travel, snort laughs, and family secrets. I just want to point out we have so many like badass, like strong-willed, headstrong women. Like those are like clearly this is like we have our readers have the same interests that we have. <laughs> yeah, you guys just fucking rock. You're so, so awesome. So if you want to check those out, you can see ours on our Instagram at Reading Glasses Podcast. And we also got some fan art. Yes. We want to shout out to David North for sending fan art. So my, if you didn't listen to the episode, my, part of my wheelhouse is giant bears and werewolves. And David North sent us a photo of a circus with giant bears and a werewolf. <laughs> Made my day. I very excitedly texted it to Bria. I was like, oh my God, we have fan art. So <laughs> David, you're amazing. If you guys have also, you want to do more fan art, please send it to us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah. Or send us your wheelhouses. We're really excited to keep getting please, those. Please, you, you, can, you can tweet those to us. Uh, in perpetuity we always want to see those (laughs) we're gonna take a quick break before we talk about ways to get the most out of your vacation reading well, baby Stop podcasting yourself. We don't even know anymore. Find it on MaximumFun.org or wherever you download your podcasts. So this week, we're talking about going on vacation and bringing your reading with you. Honestly, I center my entire vacation around my reading. I think it's the best part. Who doesn't want to read when they go on vacation? Oh, absolutely. So some history for you, Mallory. Give it to me. In the 1700s, young men and women embarking on a grand tour throughout Europe may have traveled with a trunk full of books to aid in their search for enlightenment and culture. So they're just me. Yeah, they're basically you. I just like love to imagine these like very like aristocratic people being like, and here's my clothes and here's my trunk full of books. Because 
Also, I guess if you went to Europe at that time, you probably went for like months on yeah. end. So you like really probably needed a trunk full of books. Well, that and I wish that I could use that same excuse why <laughs> I have a trunk full of books. One of my favorite Mallory stories is when I walked into your apartment or your house one day and <laughs> I dripped and it was like five books just fell out it of my is Literally, yeah. You're kind of like a video game character. You like, you know, when you like hit a video game character and then like a bunch of coins their... come out of them. It's like you hit you and like books fly out of you. <laughs> at various angles. <laughs> so now when people are like, Mallory, why you when my boyfriend is like, Mallory, do you really need to bring three books on the way to brunch? I'm like, I'm on a grand tour of enlightenment. Okay? <laughs> I need these. Yeah, I like the idea of you, uh, we just need, you need to invest in a trunk. A giant trunk. Yes. Like coming to America style trunk. With Mallory. With, with, yeah, yeah. That you'd like. <laughs> coming to Los Feliz <laughs> with Mallory. So as great as a, a giant trunk full of books is, it is not very easy to bring on a plane. No. It's, vacation reading is fantastic, but it's also, it, it requires some finagling. Books are really heavy. There's a lot of issues. Like if you're bringing along physical books, how do you fit them on your suitcase? And if you're e-reading, how do you know what to pack on your e-reader? Yeah. And let's start with the first one because I feel like this is your wheelhouse is is uh, is bringing large amounts of books large around with books. me wherever I How go. How do you do it? How do you pack? Tell everyone the Mallory tips for travel. Okay, so here is Mallory's tried and tested tips for carrying around a lot of books. And the things that I'm about to tell you guys work for any mode of travel. It doesn't matter if you're going on a plane or a train, or on a car trip. A hot air balloon. Or a hot air balloon. Or, uh, a giant, or you're riding around on a giant bear. A Vespa. Vespa. Ooh. Mm. No, this still works for Vespa. Okay, yeah, great. Anyway, you know, it doesn't matter. So the way, uh, my first tip is um, only paperbacks. Sorry, hardcovers. Ooh, Sorry. No, yeah, that's okay. But I mean, paper first off, hardcovers are heavier. They're if they're they're harder to pack because you can't bend them. They have they like they they don't fit in nooks. They, they are like they have nuts. angles and they are not forgiving of those angles. Nope, they are not. So and I also don't pack any super long books. I know it's really tempting to want to bring along like a doorstop book along on vacation because you're like, oh, I have all this time to read and we're gonna finally read this, you know, fifteen hundred page book that's a fan you know, epic fantasy. But if you haven't started it yet, I mean, if you've started the book and you think that you love it, go for it. Bring it along with you. But if you haven't started it, what if you crack that bad boy open on the beach and you don't like it? And it's like, that's three pounds you've been carrying yeah. around for at least a week. Oh, my God. So what I, yeah, don't, uh, don't, so uh, don't do that. Don't bring along super long books. I like to bring, I like to pick a stack of mid-sized paperbacks, short mm. to mid-sized paperbacks. Perfect. And all of this goes along with pack them in a separate bag. Okay. So what I use, I used to try to stuff them all in my luggage. Like I would put them in, like in all the side pockets, and like smoosh as many books as in my, right, in you my like luggage. Put, you like fold them up, putting them in a shoe oh, or something. Yeah. Oh, that's what yeah. I do with my socks. I put them inside <laughs> shoes so that way I don't ever have the shoes don't take up too much space. Oh, that's a really good idea. Oh, thanks. But I learned I, it from my mom. <laughs> <laughs> what I would like, I would be the kind of person who would literally like had to sit on their luggage, not because I brought too many socks, but because I brought too many books. <laughs> but the problem with that is one, it makes your luggage really heavy and unwieldy, and also. So it can damage your books. The books get rolled up. They get ripped. They you get You only got bent. 50 pounds, too, man. 50 yeah. pounds? 40 pounds? I, I guess it depends on the airline. If you're flying Spirit, you get, like, three pounds yeah, or something. The, yeah, they, be, <laughs> they basically just strap you to the top of the top of the, the plane. <laughs> okay, so don't pack them in your bag. Where do you put them? So I put them in a separate tote bag, so Ooh. it's easy to get in and out. Nothing that's, like, really... Because if you have to... Because if... Well, first off, if they're in a separate bag, then you can put them... Uh, in the overhead compartment, if you're on a plane, you can stuff them under a seat. If you're in a car, you can put them in a separate place. And if it's a tote bag, you can get at it easily. If they are stuffed under, you know, in, a, in an overhead bin or stuffed under something, you can 
retrieve one. Are we talking like a tote bag with an open top like yes. the kind I take to the grocery store? Yes. Okay, great. That's what I do. I put them all in I have my book of the month tote bag and I put all my books in there. <laughs> Doesn't matter where I'm going or how I'm traveling. On brand. <laughs> all, super on brand. <laughs> that's how that's how I get my books there. Second, I my tip is bring a bunch of different genres because Ooh. you never know what you're going to want. Never pack like a bunch of like what if you pack a ton of sci-fi and you get there and you're like oh, I don't want to read any sci-fi. I want to read romance. You never know. So just bring a bunch of different genres if there's like a an author that you love if there's a series that you love a book that make sure the book is super compelling or you know, make sure as much as you can if there's any book that you've been wanting to read for a while that you're really really excited to read that you are pretty certain that you're going to love now is the time to pack that book because the worst thing is when you get there and you don't like it yeah how far in advance are you choosing these different genres of books all these books oh i do it the night before it you takes me like I t- it, but it takes me like four hours to pick uh, what books I'm going <laughs> to read. How long does it take you to pack a regular bag? Uh, like an hour. Like an Okay, so you're spending five hours <laughs> prepping for any trip you're going on. It's really bad. I'm just going to insight into your life. It's really bad. It stressed me out. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, clothes I don't care as much. I'm like, oh, I, I only wear one color. I just throw it all in one bag. I'm just a bunch of black clothes, but what books I'm going to take? Whew, that's a lot. Okay, but, all, right, all right. That's your second tip. Third tip. So if this does happen, you get to where you're going, you're at the hotel, you're on a boat, wherever, and you don't like a book, don't, for, don't bring it back with you. <laughs> Go Wait, if you're on a boat, what do you do? <laughs> you throw it overboard. No. No. <laughs> throw it to the fish. No, this wherever you are, there's going to be a little free library. There's going to be, if there's a hotel, there's usually like a shelf down in the lobby with free books. You can sell it at a bookstore. You can bring it to a library. There's no sense in wasting that space. If you're especially, what if you go to a bookstore wherever you are and you buy a new book? Don't waste that. So just let that book go, donate it or, or sell it or give it away. That actually, and it might be a nice way to meet other travelers too. If you'd be like, yeah. hey, I, I actually am not a fan of this book or I just finished this book and it's whatever. Do you, if there's a really you're cute them guy, a bad book, I don't know. That's a, I don't know. Yeah. If there's a really cute guy, and it's a good way to see if he's a reader or not. Be like, hey, you want this book? Or a cute couple. I don't know how you roll. Yeah, whatever. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Do, right. do your thing. So my last little tip is just as a backup download an audiobook Ooh, yeah, you can try idea. it do a free trial from audio from audible.com and get a free one you can you know obviously buy one from Pink Room Random House Audio or from Amazon um or you can use I use the Overdrive app for the LA uh, Public Library, and I get a free one because one, it's nice to have a backup just in case that's like in your phone and floating in the somewhere and wherever books, wherever things happen in the cloud. Yeah, yeah. So Jesus, <laughs> Jesus holds onto your books for you later. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I think he lives in the clouds and then he keeps all of your books in like a pile for you, and then you're like, I want this one, and he like reaches in his pile. You and he's just like, gave Here me the go. single most compelling argument for believing in God. <laughs> Bria, Bria, you just might, might might have made a Christian woman out of me. He, Jesus holds your books for you, and then when you're ready for them, he says, oh, you do, you wanted to read the passage by Joseph, Justin Cronin? Here you go, Mallory. Can somebody please draw a picture of Jesus sitting in the clouds with all the books? Uh, and also, I like, I like this tip because everyone knows that planes are basically designed by the Cenobites from Clive Barker's Hellraiser universe to be the most uncomfortable place <laughs> in the world. And it's sometimes really hard to find a comfortable spot to read. You know, you, it's like some snoring person next to you. You know, you have like zero inches of leg room. So sometimes it's nice to just have it. If you want to read, but you're really uncomfortable, just put in your headphones and lean your head against, don't lean against a, a sleeping stranger, but like just lean back and listen to an audiobook and get as lean comfortable back. as you two can. two whole inches that you're... The two whole allows. inches that you get. But then you get immersed in your audio book world and maybe it makes you a little bit happier makes it a happier trip 
Yes. Well, fingers crossed. So, Bria, you are a e-reader, so you have a totally different approach than I do. Oh yeah, no limits over here, man. <laughs> all right, you got G- no you, limits, Bria. Jesus is like holding all, holding all kinds he of books like, for he Bria. Has, he has like a backpack. Jesus he has, is like, like Jesus, Bria. There's a lot of like he's, like, he's got a trunk. He's got my trunk. <laughs> he's actually. got your trunk. He keeps my trunk for me. Okay, <laughs> Jesus, so, take the trunk. <laughs> so my tips are more related to um, well, one, I mean, I'm gonna say. Bring lots of choices, right? Yeah. So how That's, do you how do you choose what to load up your e-reader with? Well, so first of all, you bring lots of choices. This is this is my first tip because just like you, you bring lots of choices, um, and this is a great way to utilize your local library. This is what I because I get almost all my books, ninety percent of my books, for from the local library, and this is um, a great time to just max out that checkout. Like you know, I don't always max out. I think I can get thirty books at a time. That's that's still. A lot. I always have maxed out my holds. The hold is never enough for me. This isn't told the whole another that LAP, issue. LAPL. <laughs> Because, well, the whole problem is that, like, you know, you're waiting for something, and you could be waiting for, like, weeks and weeks and weeks, and it's just been there, and it's taking up a hold spot for you, but you can only have 20. Anyway, um, so I max out. I do 30 books. I get all of the books that I can get at one time, and I may not read them all. Probably not going to read 30 books on this weekend trip to Palm know. Springs, but who What if who you knows? get stranded like Gilligan, and you're like, man, at least I've got enough books to last until the Coast Guard gets here. That's very true. So that's my tip number one. Get I actually think books about stuff like that. I'm like, well, what happens if I get there's an avalanche and I'm stuck in this lodge? And then you're and you're more concerned about what you're going to read than like what you're going to eat. Because yes. I'm a snack hoarder, so I I am ready to go with. The that's snacks. why we're good. <laughs> that's why we're a good team, Bria. <laughs> All right. So tip number two is find books specific to your location. This is such a great tip. Oh, thanks. So what I did. So I just re- recently went to Europe, and while I was there, I went and typed in the places I was going to the library. Literally, you can just type in I was going to Hungary, and you can also Google this stuff like Hey, books set in Budapest. People have made these lists. You don't even have to do the, the internet work. is your friend, guys. Literally, oh, just ask Siri. Thank you. Re- online because you've done this for me. So I went to Budapest and I took the Countess, a novel of Elizabeth Bathory, to uh, Budapest, which is about a female serial killer who lived Very in brand for Bria. Hungary. <laughs> and I love it because it, it's like your trip, but 3.0 or I don't know what your original one was. Maybe it's 2.0. If you were doing 1.0, this is 2.0. I don't understand. Enhanced. Your, your trip is enhanced. When you are, it's so like when enhanced. Bria, enhanced, like on like a like a CSI show. So when Bria was uh, was having was already having her bloodbath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was like, "Why not read a book about Elizabeth Bathory?" If people don't know better. who that is. That reference where they were like, "What are they talking about bloodbath?" But she, I'm not going to explain it. Of servant girls. I'm not going to explain it. Um, so I liked it because. I'm there, I'm reading this book, and I, of course, bring up me being a dork, being like, I'll be walking around and be like, oh, you know, when Elizabeth Bathory lived here, this street was blah, blah, blah. I can't think of a good example, but I... That's still pretty cool. It feels like you're kind of immersed in that world, and you may see things from that book, or you just sort of know more about the history of that place, um, especially if you do a historical book, which is really fun. I do this a little bit, too, because... When you're reading, you're you're in a, in a place in your brain. So it's, it's kind of cool when you're in that place in your brain, but they're also in real life. Yeah. I also often make the mistake where I'm like, I will get the book confused with my real life. So I'm like, remember last night when we were bathing in Servant Girl Blood? And that's not what happens. <laughs> but I do start <laughs> to Bria's think. Bria's fiance is like, uh, Bria, where were you last night? <laughs> I do start to think about, like, I, I learned that at a museum. And then I'm like, no, I read that in a book. I read that in this fictional book, and it's not true. That's Which amazing. Which makes it even more, more fun and interesting. So speaking of. Okay, my last tip. My last tip is um, for the plane, I try to read a book that takes place in a spaceship. <laughs> I love this. I, honestly, I think this is a really cool thing that more people, and I'm going to try this next time okay, I fly. Because you're already up there. I hate flying. You're already up there in the sky. 
and you're feeling slightly weightless. You're feeling like you're, you know, above everything. It that could just be you... because you're, t- you're you're getting nauseous. Yeah, I'm getting nauseous. I take a ton of Dramamine when I fly, so I'm already in like a weird mood. Um, <laughs> and then I like to read like a spaceship book. I read a lot of space books anyway. I read That's a lot really of sci-fi. Cool. So if you can find a book that takes place in space, especially for those long like overseas flights or cross-country fr- flights, man, those are like five hours plus you're stuck at the airport for like who God Forever. knows how long. It's it's a really fun way to kind of cut that time and you're not watching TV the whole time. Instead, you're sort of like reading something that enhances your plane experience. That's For example, right. on this trip to Europe, I read um, Six Wakes by Mer Lafferty, who's coming on the show. Flying is miserable, but I feel like if you're in a spaceship, it makes it kind of cool. It's kind of cool. I kept thinking about like clones in space and like, what if I was in space? And at some point, they what like, what if the stewardesses are all clones? Uh, and it's like, yeah, everything's real crazy. And I just thought it, it makes it really fun for me. So that's my dorky way to travel. So, and a good uh, thing about being an e reader is you experienced the reader's nightmare on your trip to France recently. Oh, man. But you got saved okay. because you're an e reader. This, this is a slight tangent, but I'm going to tell a story. Anyway, I downloaded all my mini books. I was very excited about it. I had my 30 books ready to go for my trip, and then I left my iPad on the plane, <sighs> which I was reading on an iPad on a Kindle app at the time. It was fine. I wanted to replace it. I wanted to get an e-reader, a Kindle e-reader, Paperwhite, because that's what I used to have, and I like that because the backlight doesn't keep you up at night, in theory. Anyway, so I left it on the plane. I called the plane. I called the plane. <laughs> the plane is Excuse me, plane. He Hello, says he's not bringing Bria. it back. <laughs> the plane is a boy. Um, no, I called the airline, and um, they, of course, didn't answer. And Wait, hold on, hold emails. on. The airline was not was not polite to you? No. I'm so surprised. And also, they didn't they didn't answer my emails until, like, way, way later. What way a my shock. Trip. But my, my sweet mother, who, yes, I went on a vacation with my mother, stepdad, and fiance because that's the kind hey, of way I cool. roll. Um, she went with me to every, we were in France, every French store in Paris that could possibly have something. We found nothing. But then we were on a road trip and my uh, fiance was like, hey, look right here. We're in a French gas station. And lo and behold, Kindle Paperwhite, <laughs> e-reader, and like one of those little like, you know, those those clear plastic cases that have a lock on them because so, it's like a little too expensive and it had other weird electronics you would never need. Like a like, French gas stations are pretty cool, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had all this stuff that like I would never want to buy like a Sonos or whatever the fuck it's is like in that. Doritos, crappy hot dogs, taquitos, e-readers. E-reader, e-reader. And I was like, what? And I bought it and it was perfect. And what's so great about being an e-reader is I literally just linked it to my Amazon account. I downloaded all my books from the library. I use Overdrive as well because that's one of the the Los Angeles Public Library has a couple choices, but that's the one I use. And then all my books were ready for me, ready to go. Even like halfway through the other book, I was ready to, the book I was reading on the plane. That's amazing. Ready to go for me. We want to hear your tips for vacation reading or your questions about it. So you can email them to us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. So before we talk about book tech with author and podcaster Tom Merritt, we're going to take a quick break. Gates McFadden, Marina Sirtis, Larissa Inbatur, LeVar Burton, Patrick Stewart look like movie stars. Yeah. yeah. Everybody else is like, you should just be on TV. <laughs> sort of like uh, when podcasters do this live. Yeah. Ben, the greatest generation is going back out on tour. We're taking a, a new show out on tour about Star Trek First Contact, and whether or not you're a Star Trek fan, I think you're going to love this live show. You come to our live show, you get Star Trek jokes. You get fart jokes. The whole gamut. So come on out. It's bit.ly slash ggtour2017. 
That's bit.ly slash ggtour2017. All right, so we're here with author and professional podcast wizard Tom Merritt. Tom Merritt does the does the show Daily Tech Show and Sword and Laser and Sword and Laser. And I listen to Damn Fine Podcast. Oh, cool! Yeah, <laughs> the Twin Peaks podcast, which I've been on, and I also am a huge fan of. So Tom is just all over all over the internet. He is very very well versed in, in technology and and reading and writing. So we're super excited to have him on the show. Thank you for coming on, Tom. Oh, absolutely. Thanks for having me and calling me a wizard. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. Do you think you'd be like a dark wizard or are you like a good wizard? I'd be gray. I'd I'd definitely be a gray wizard. Fair, fair, fair enough. (laughs) Neutral wizard, chaotic neutral wizard. Yeah, yeah. So, Tom, you are you're you're a professional in the tech world. You're very well versed in tech. Are you also an e-reader? I am. Uh, as, as, as part of Sword and Laser, we read one book a month. Uh, so I have to rely on technology to be able to get that book read, plus any other stuff that I just want to read for myself or, or other things that I do. And so, and so you are reading like on a Kindle app or what do you read? What's your, what's your uh, e-reader of choice? I split my time mostly between the Kindle apps and Audible. Uh, I, and sometimes I use downpour, which is another audiobook service that I prefer because they don't oh, do DRM. No. Yeah. Tell us about, about, tell us about downpour. Downpour doesn't have as wide of a selection, uh, because audible is so predominant, but the, the cool thing about downpour is when you download the book, you can put it anywhere. You don't have to use the downpour app to listen to it because they use, don't use digital rights management. Uh, and so people like Cory Doctorow love to use it because Cory doesn't want DRM on any of his books. Cool. Oh, that's rad. So what is your, do you, are you using your phone? Is there like an, what, what's your favorite e-reader? Well, the thing that I do love about Audible is that they have the whisper sync. And a lot of times what I will do is I will get both the audiobook and the ebook so that I can read it wherever I am. Uh, so I do read on my phone a lot because if I'm just out and about, I can look at a couple pages or if I'm jogging, I could listen to the audiobook. Uh, and when I'm lying in bed, I generally use an Android uh, Pixel C from Google. Wait, wait, wait. So whisper sync, let's just like clarify this for our audience and also, sure. also me. Um, it, it will sync up where you're reading in your ebook with, with where you're listening in your audiobook. Yeah. So Ooh, if I started on my tablet or my phone or in the audiobook or anywhere, it will sync to the same page. So that is some serious book wizardry. That, that is such wizard work. <laughs> so, so for you, what are the pros and cons of your Android e-reader? Uh, the pros of my Android e-reader is that it's lightweight, uh, and and that's the thing when I'm laying back in bed and reading. It's got a nice display. It has good brightness controls, uh, and and it's just a, a bigger surface, so I can get a bigger look. I read on my phone, which is usually an iPhone, uh, just because of convenience, because I'm I'm out somewhere, and I'm like, oh, I have some time. I can sit back and read the same book. Yeah, yeah, totally. I, I do that same thing. So so you do all this book, this tech stuff. You're a tech guy, a wizard, um, <laughs> basically just like magic to me and Bria. <laughs> do you have Do you have other bookish technology you could tell us about? You know, I wish there was more. I feel like, in some ways, Amazon has 
not impeded, but sort of cooled the market for e-reading technology because they they are the predominant e-reader with Kindles, and they uh, they are the ones who own Goodreads, and 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 so pretty much everything you read on is just a device meant for something else or an Amazon Kindle. I would like to see some independent tablets that that really do more book stuff. And I know there's iBooks out there uh, from iOS and, and Google has their own book reader as well, but they all sort of work the same way. I would like to see more apps that show me a really good way to do a photo book or have illustrations come alive. Uh, and, and it's not that that isn't out there. there. There are companies doing that and there are versions of that available, but they just haven't really caught on. Pretty much every book you buy is just the text. Yeah, that's totally true. I mean, and you, and that's basically because Amazon has cornered that market. Is that kind of the situation? Yeah, I feel like it is. I mean, not that you can't design for an Amazon Fire tablet or or even a Kindle, but companies, I don't the publishers don't want to have to design for multiple things. So if they design for all the cool things that iOS has for iBooks, it's not going to work on Kindle and vice versa. And since the majority of people are just reading on Kindles that show words, that's what you get. Totally. Hey, Tom, I want to hear a little bit more about Sword and Laser. Yes. Um, so tell us, more, tell us more about that podcast. It seems like something that we would, um, our listeners would also be into. Oh, thanks. Yeah, we've been doing that forever. It actually started just as an online uh, book club. We originally used it on Ning, which is long gone, and then eventually switched it to Goodreads. But shortly after we launched it back in 2007, uh, we turned it into a podcast. And it is now a regular uh, book club. We read a, a different book every month. And the the main purpose behind it was myself and my co-host, Veronica Belmont, were introducing each other to the other genre. We both read fantasy and science fiction, but Veronica read a lot more fantasy than I had and vice versa. I'd read a lot more science fiction. So the whole point of the book club is to alternate. Every month we pick either a science fiction or a fantasy book and alternate from month to month, trying to not only explore the other genres, but also explore different eras, different writing styles, different authors, and just give people a wider appreciation of what's out there. And so do you have some favorites you can tell us about from from your book club's past? Oh my gosh, there's so many. Uh, I tell you, one of, <laughs> one of the ones that I got exposed to as fantasy that I don't think I ever would have explored on my own was The Lies of Locke Lamora uh, by uh-huh. Scott Lynch. I, I don't know this one. I don't know it at all. I think it's fair. Isn't, I think it would be a Bria Wheelhouse book. Cool. It's the it's it's the Gentleman Bandits series. I think I have that right. Uh, And he's got several books in the series now about an orphan who becomes a thief uh, and then goes off on these amazing adventures, uh, both in his hometown and then abroad. And there's pirates and and it's just the voices of the characters are so well done. The interrelationships uh, of the friends involved are so cool. And the world building is amazing. Uh, and I just, I wish Scott Lynch was not human so that he could write more of them. But, <laughs> uh, but it's that kind of book where you're always excited about the next one. And, and, and just so people know, like you guys announced the book ahead of time. Like, I mean, I am always hesitant to join book clubs and things because I'm always like, well, what if I'm, I don't, I'm, I haven't read the book yet. Like, so you guys announce it ahead of time kind of thing. Yeah. The idea is like every month we'll, we'll announce it shortly before the month begins. And then we'll do a wrap up episode that you can listen to at the end of the month, whenever you're done. And you don't have to read the book every month. Uh, The idea is that, you know, if you've already read the book, you can go off and read something else. Or if it just isn't 
tickling your fancy, uh, you can opt out and jump back in. We try to make it as easy as possible. Um, well, Tom, where can people find you so they can find you at Sword and Laser? What else should they check out of yours? Sure. Uh, swordandlaser.com uh, for Sword and Laser or dailytechnewsshow.com if you're interested in finding out about the tech news. And I've also got a book out. Uh, if you're interested in, in a time travel science fiction story, you can find that at tomartbooks.com. What is it called? It's called Pilot X. Sweet. Awesome. Yes. And fans should definitely go check that out, review it. Find, and where can they find you on social media? Uh, you could just look for Tom Merritt on Twitter. I have the most ridiculous Twitter name ever. Uh, it's Ace Detect, A-C-E-D-T-E-C-T. It's a long story. <laughs> well, thank you so much for talking to us, Tom. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Now we're going to solve a reader problem from one of our listeners. This one is from Twitter at Beyond Bonesaw wants to know, if I listen to an audiobook version of the book, is it cool of me to refer to it in conversation without noting that I listened to it? Bria, what do you think? I think yes. I think it does not matter how you consume a book. We are not here to judge. Look, some people are going to consume, you're going to consume books in different ways. I mean, obviously, like if you can't see you're gonna consume yeah. books, audio i don't care we don't I, allow book snoots on reading no glasses book okay snootery here. no book snoots okay it, it doesn't matter how you I, i'm totally with you on this it doesn't matter how you read it doesn't matter if you um if you read a physical book if you read an ebook if you listen to them it just matters that you are consuming stories in some way or another we don't like when people are like oh well the only real reading is reading physical books as much as i read physical books i think that's garbage thinking that there are people out there who are visually impaired who are disabled who are not not able to, to traditionally read with a regular book. And also, what if you just don't want to? What if you want to listen to an audiobook? You're still getting the story into your brain. Yeah, the reason, I mean, look, I want to talk to you about the book you're reading, whether or not you're, no matter how you're consuming it, because we're both talking about the same story. Yes. And that's the main, that's the main goal of reading is to consume these stories, to live in different, well, whatever your goal of reading. Thing is, if I'm talking to you about this and you're like, I read this book, I don't care how you read it. Yeah. I think that that is I a think universal cre- word. If you're so snooty and care about how people read, I think that's creepy. Don't be a creep. Don't be a book creep, okay? Um, did you actually just listen to it on audio, but Yeah, who the fuck do you think you are? What are you, the, the bookish snoopleys? You are not You are not allowed here. Also, a lot of people, I mean, you, uh, to be fair, a lot of people don't have time to read, man. I mean, yeah. like, I hear so many people, they're like, I wish I had more time to read. And it's like, I think that that's great. If you can, like, scoot in other ways, because you said snoot, now I'm saying scoot. Yeah. I think if you can Be a in, book scooter. <laughs> be a book scoot, not a book snoot. Oh, is that weird? No, I like it. Be a book scoot. Not a book scoot. <laughs> We're we're all about the really weird uh, catchphrases here on reading glasses. So yeah, it doesn't. I don't think it matters the way that you consume, and I don't think it's anybody's business how you do that. And it, you are totally allowed to just say that you read it. It doesn't matter how you, how you got that book into your brain. Don't let anybody judge you, and don't feel the need to dic- disclose it if you don't want to. Also, as Tom Merritt just said in our interview, um, he uses the WhisperSync app, yeah. and so he's half reading, half listening. You don't. I mean, I want to know about that because I want to know about technology and things. But you don't have to explain it to me. So you can send in your bookish problems for us at readingclassespodcast at gmail dot com. 
And now we're going to leave you with this week's book connection, a way to connect with other readers online using the hashtag specific to this episode. And this week, it's hashtag traveling reader. We want to see a picture of you reading on vacation. We're going to post a couple pictures of us reading on vacation. They're probably not going to be very exciting photos because all let's be let's be real. All vacation photos are just a picture of your, you know, your legs on the beach or just your feet with a book. Feet with a book. (laughs) We're looking for your feet. We're, we're, We're not we're not trying to be creepy, guys, but we just we're this is what we do. That's what vacation photos look like uh, yeah exactly i'm literally sitting there with a mine are all like book feet and usually like a pool which is basically my perfect vacation is sitting next to a pool with a book i don't need to get in but i do want to sit you next want, to a body bria, of water bria likes to be water adjacent yeah 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 i don't need to get in. it's too much with my hair i don't know oh, oh, oh. Hey, i'm the same way so listeners can email us at readingglassespodcast at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at readinggpodcast or on Instagram at readingglassespodcast. You can always follow our bookish adventures using the general hashtag readingglasses. So thanks for listening. And, and thanks, thanks for, for reading. reading. Maximumfun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.